There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Robots are everywhere, from machines working in factories to cultural icons like the Star Wars droids BB-8, R2-D2 and C-3PO. But this is nothing new. Humans have been creating robots for centuries and a new exhibition at the Science Museum in London will be showcasing our love of these metal mickeys, although sadly we'll have to wait until next year for it to open. I went along to get a sneak preview of one of the shining metal stars of the show and also to talk to the exhibition's human curator, Ben Russell. So the robot we're standing in front of is Saigan, who's a 2.4 metre tall epic robot built in 1957 by a guy called Dr Fiorentino, who's based in Italy. He was an aero modeller and what he, he just fancied a different project and so he, he built a robot, a humanoid robot, weighs almost half a tonne. He's got these kind of headlight eyes and a green Mohican on top of his head. Yes, yes, and his chest covered with flashing lights and he, he walks and he lifts his arms, just like he's doing now. He can crush tin cans in one hand. He's quite a, he's quite a geezer. Looking at Saigan, it's just hugely impressive there's something wonderful about it but humans have been fascinated with robots for years how long does our fascination go back we've always been interested in lifelike machines and that is part of our sort of natural human instinct to anthropomorphize why would you build a machine that that's human-like because the human body is very inefficient for so many jobs what we realized in the research for the show is that, you know, we're very used to seeing humans as paintings and sculpture and that sort of thing. You go to the v and it's full of humans. And what I said was, actually, we rebuild ourselves as machines using mechanism as well. No one's really done an exhibition which sort of looks at that motivation for making things. You know, why do we keep building ourselves as machines and what does that say about us? What sort of things will we be able to see when it finally opens next year? The exhibition is filled with enormous numbers of robots. I, I couldn't squeeze any more robots in if I tried. I'm still trying now. So it'll take a very long view of robots, 500 years of, 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 of robots, starting off with the very earliest sort of automata. You know, where, where you tend to find robots says much about the prevailing, you know, the prevailing social mores of the time. So you tend to find the earliest robots in churches, those sorts of places, mechanical monks that prayed for your immortal soul, that sort of thing. The 19th century, you tend to find robots in factories, the Industrial Revolution, of course. Come up to the 1950s, robots are celebrities, just like Saigon here. It reflects the sort of cinema, you know, the fascination with cinema, theatre, the show, that sort of thing. And then today, robots are starting to leak out of the laboratory into the wider world. And that, that raises a huge number of questions. So it's a very sort of rich, we hope, a very thought provoking exhibition. And there's going to be one star of the show, which I understand hasn't been built yet. Tell me about him. What we wanted to do, we wanted to rebuild Eric, who was a robot built in 1928 by a chap called W.H. Richards. Now, Eric was, he was the first robot built in the UK. He was amongst a handful of the very earliest robots in the modern sense of, of being these big, sort of broad-shouldered tin men. But what happened with Eric was that he was a, he was a touring robot, so he travelled around the world. He was, he was a showman. And we thought, well, if we're going to build this exhibition and we're going to tour it internationally, tour, you know, around the world, wouldn't it be amazing if we rebuilt Eric uh, and, and anyway, took a simulacrum of him uh, and, and took him to some of the venues that he might have been at originally back in the 1920s and 1930s. Do you have a favourite out of all the robots that you're bringing together for this exhibition? 
My favourite piece is, is an automaton lathe which was built circa 1740, which the museum acquired in the late 19th century, but has never been put back together. It had, I think it's never been displayed in its entirety. Uh, it was a wonderful thing. It replicated the work of an, a human turner. It's the biggest, blingest thing I've got in my entire engineering collection. It's wonderful. It's two and a half metres tall, and it's covered in gold leaf. It's the most exceptional thing. But we'd never done anything with it, and it's in 600 bits. And so what we, I said was that actually it's got to go back together. If we're going to use it in any exhibition, it's got to be in this one, otherwise why have we got the thing? Uh, and so we, we've got conservators lovingly pouring over this thing and working out how it goes. It's a massive two-and-a-half-metre-tall jigsaw, uh, a very complicated jigsaw. Uh, and so that's, in a way, that's my favourite thing because it's, it's, it's big and bling and, and it just looks amazing. The Science Museum's Ben Russell. And although his robots exhibition won't be opening until February 2017, you can still get involved in their Kickstarter campaign to rebuild Eric, the first British robot, at sciencemuseum.org.uk slash Eric.